0: Hey, everyone's here without, without a PO app. I love you all. This is great. <laughs> um, today's going to be a fun show um, and uh, we've got a lot to discuss and uh, a lot of fun to have, a lot of connection to, to make. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Let me say hi to some of you who are in the audience. Uh, Frenchie, good to see you. Uh, JPEG, nice, nice to see you. Christine, you're here. Hello, nice to see you. Mike Mongo, thanks for stopping by. Emily, as always, good to see you. Flea, Axu, Crop Circle. The crowd. Let me scroll way down here to some new friends. Uh, Gladius, thanks for stopping by. Uh, appreciate you, Lottis. Good to see you, uh, Andrew. How you doing? Uh Ulas.psd. PSD. Uh, loved um, your thread yesterday on how you're using AI to make Poop art. That was super cool. Duchess, thanks for being here. Um, we'll get Duchess up on stage singing at some point. Uh, Beak, thanks for being here. I'm scrolling down to say hi to more of you who are here. Uh, uh, t- two Wattish, how you doing? I see you. Uh, Crucible, what's happening? I'm going to scroll way down to the bottom. Say hi to everyone here. Uh, how about B, B dot? Thanks for being here, JP. I see your uh, Daily Dose uh, emoji there. Nice to see you. Cine, thanks for waving at me. Okay, so fun to see you all here. Uh, this is my absolute favorite time of the day is hanging out with you all. Um, Hi, Rusty. I see your hand. Thanks for uh, waving at me. Um, Good to see everybody. So uh, everyone, please smash that purple comment button, the bottom right of your screen. We love, love, love hearing from you. Um, uh, You listeners out there who aren't on stage are, are a huge part of the show. Um, So we'd love to hear from you today. We have a question for you, which is this, what is your guilty pleasure, movie, food, song, et cetera. What's your guilty pleasure, uh, is that a movie? Is it a food? Is it a song? Is it a hobby? What is it? Uh, if you could share it, pictures are always fun. Um, throw those in the comments. Um, and we'll read out some of those as we go through the show. Like I said, uh, no pop today. Um, uh, Clemente is going to pin a little tweet I made yesterday. Um, Po-op rolled out an update that required you to solve a puzzle. And every, most of you, 99.9% of you did not like it at all. <laughs> it was stressful. It was not fun. It made you sweat. Um, we we're not we don't want that. Like the daily dose is, is fun. Uh, it's supposed to be relaxing and educational. So uh, so we're just going to pause Poaps for a while while uh, the Poap app figures that stuff out. Um, so meanwhile, let's hang out, let's connect, let's educate, um, let's build each other up, and have a lot of fun. Um, and then we'll uh, spin up Poaps when we when we have that sorted out. All right, um, let's get cranking. Uh, we're already seeing some fun guilty pleasures floor pappy says my guilty pleasure is watching the food net network with the volume muted that's cool i like it it's 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 kind of cute um next up ziana says uh uh, the movie is night before nightmare before christmas yes i love that movie love the music too uh food is definitely pizzas or hot cheetos I, I love Cheetos. I don't know about hot Cheetos. Are, are you, Ziana, do you like microwave your Cheetos or are they spicy? Don't know. Uh, song is honestly, she loves all music, literally all music. Um, Ziana, pick a song. Come on and then post a comment. All right. Uh, Igor says Terminator 2, Back to the Future movies. Woohoo. Boy, I love Back to the Future, as you all know. Uh, Top Gun, love the second one. It totally has the vibe of the first movie. I agree. Like, how successful was uh, Top Gun Maverick? Like, It could have been so bad, but it was super awesome. (laughs) I think I saw it like twice in the cinemas. Um, Probably just because I'm American. For all of you that are not Americans, you're probably like throwing up in your mouth a little bit. Um, And I respect that, but I I enjoyed it. Uh, Then we have uh, a comment from uh, JennyB.eth. They said uh, soda and fries from McDonald's. It's my once in a while treat. I love McDonald's. I'm so embarrassed to say that. I'm like a little ashamed of myself, but I definitely love a McDonald's whenever I can have one. Okay, no one's emojiing when I said that. Does that is that because it's worrying or because I'm frozen? Clementa, am I frozen?
1: I'm to be honest with you, I'm still <laughs> shook about the hot Cheetos comment, Ryan. The, are they microwaved or are they spicy? <laughs> They're spicy. <laughs> well,
0: how am I supposed to know that? I mean, I don't I don't enjoy hot Cheetos, so I'm not really sure what, what Zian was talking about. <laughs> Just Asking for clarity, that's all. Um, It's fun that you're all here. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, It is going to be a fun show today. Um, First of all, uh, we're going to get kick-started with the Mintify Market Daily Report. And the reason why I love this uh, segment of the show is because we want you to be prepared for what's happening. We want you to know what's happening in the market. And uh, we love Mintify as a tool. We use it uh, here at at The Daily Dose and, and at my fund and thought it would be great to partner with them to sponsor the show, um, to bring value to you all. They do have a lifetime NFT pass. Uh, they've got a great Discord. So check them out at Mintified XYZ. They're also shipping some exciting um, new trading experiences. They've got a PFP out, and they're building a whole uh, metaverse world. It's just awesome. So we're, we're big fans of Mintified. So, uh, Voice, why don't you hit it? Presenting
2: the Market Daily Report. Brought to you by Mintify, the leading NFT aggregator.
0: Appreciate that. Over to y'all at Mintify.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for that, as always. Uh, let's get into this market report for today. The total 24-hour market volume, $28 million. Highest sale, 246 ETH for CryptoPunk 4608. The top three collections for volume, Mutant Apes, just over 1k ETH traded 19.39 ETH floor price. Ford Ape Kennel Club, just under 1k ETH traded 11.48 ETH floor price. And Azuki's 800 ETH traded 16 ETH floor price. I saw uh, Friendship Bracelets has been getting a lot of traction ever since uh, past few days, but I believe the mint ended yesterday. The top gainers. Uh, in order to try and keep this space PG, I won't read this full name, but Apex is up 820%. Uh, Fun Apes is up 460%. Top losers. The Game of Thrones uh, Build Your Realm Collection, it looks like there was a little bit of hype when that first uh, got onto the marketplace, down 92%. But uh, I believe it's sustaining around 007 or so. And uh, Hialiko, uh please excuse me if I'm mispronouncing that, 86% down. Noteworthy market updates. Yuga founders face deposition in their trademark lawsuit against Rider Rips. Group 1 declares a 13.5% options ownership in MicroStrategy. They have a very large position. And Gemini has terminated its EARN program. Wow. Crypto, again, I mean... It's hard to, it's hard to, I mean, it's, it's almost believable, but it's also really hard to believe that it is so incredibly flat from yesterday's price. I'm looking at a 0.02% change from yesterday at 1330 for Ethereum. Uh, So definitely consolidating on the highs. Uh, Thank you very much.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks for bringing the market report. Want to call out our, our uh, loyal daily doser Don father Uh, birthday time. So throw Don father, a little heart y'all um uh he's getting old <laughs> um uh, we got some more fun comments around y'all's guilty pleasures uh sheba king says pretzel rods and snapple home alone and any uh any sza song I, I it's za oh my god clemente i'm so old how do you say that
1: hold on ryan i, I gotta find it what uh, says i believe is her name but she, SZA, she's got okay. some bangers i might need to what? play it play some songs. so dumb i did not say that all right <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, it's
4: fair move on but, to the next comment so, please.
0: pretzel rods like that sounds fun too pretzel rods and Snapple, that sounds great uh, skyfall says they're guilty pleasures my all-time favorite is uh, naruto I started watching it in the second grade at school and finished it in the second year of university. This anime is my whole childhood. I love it. That's so cool. Uh, Kenny said their guilty pleasure is spending too much money on cologne. And there's this picture of like this golden cologne and this like luxurious box with, um, you know, like, uh, satin around it. And it, I feel like maybe Kenny is just pouring like liquid gold onto his body or something. That's pretty amazing. It's definitely guilty pleasure. Um, also got another, uh, guilty pleasure from Blythe that says they, uh, sing in the shower. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Uh, keep sharing your guilty pleasures in the, in the purple comment button, smash it up. Love it. Hey y'all, we have over 2000 people in the space, even without the PO app. Uh, that's freaking awesome. Uh, I love you all. So good to see the loyal daily dose community, the real daily dosers props to you. Um, love to see it. All right, next up, We've got the Lucky Trader news. So as you all know, I love Lucky Trader. It's it's my go-to source of news in the space. LuckyTrader.com is a place to go. Uh, they have a great team of analysts that are spotting major projects and trends, what's happening with big brands, what personalities and influencers are doing in the space. We've also got a new show called The Lucky Lead-In right before this. So if you want to tune into that space, uh, it's packed with goodness as well. So uh, the voice hit it. It's
2: time for the Daily Dose News, a summary of news from around the Web3 world.
5: Brought to you by
0: Lucky Trader. Appreciate it. Over to y'all at Lucky Trader.
5: Ryan, thank you. And good morning, everyone. And welcome to Lucky Trader's top Web3 news stories for today. NFT volume dipped to 21,000 ETH in a waiting day ahead of today's major events. Events on the docket for today in the NFT world include details on the trial of Jimmy the Monkey, a Mutant Hounds reveal, a meme by 6529 card drop from Rising Star artist Grant Yoon, a notable Art Blocks project, Hyperdrive, and the Rolling Stone NFT collection, Matriarchy Now. Limit Break, the, de- the developer behind DigiDigaku is introducing its own royalty solution, an opt-in, backward-compatible, programmable royalties contract, that work on any ERC721 contract through staking. The backward compatible nature allows the solution to be implemented on existing NFTs and once implemented or staked there are various use cases including only revealing NFTs through staking, rentability, holders being able to el- holders being eligible for future royalties and a controversial minimum floor price contract. PleaserDAO is launching Pleaser House on January 12th, a new live-streamed interactive show with virtual live auctions. The group's core focus is buying and funding culturally significant pieces and creating something fundamentally additive before sharing it back with the community. The launch of the interactive live auctions, starting with Edward Snowden's NFT deemed the revolutionaries, provides the web3 community a chance to engage with culturally significant historical documents. Bright Moments is heading to Tokyo and bringing major artists with them. The art block spinoff comprised of communities of crypto citizens. Their official Bright Moments collection is actively on a world tour. The Tokyo stop will include artists such as Jeff Davis, Kajeto Golid, Alexis Andre, and Zancan, and will launch on May 5th. And the Gutter Cat Gang is putting together community focus groups ahead of Gutter 2.0. The notable 2021 PFP project, Gutter Cat Gang, is giving us community and outlet to provide constructive criticism amidst a falling fl- a falling floor price and all-time high levels of FUD. Gutter Mitch commented on the news, we're going to start hosting semi-regular focus groups with small groups of active, positive, constructive members of the community who want to help turn things around and help bring GCG back to its former glory. That's it for today, Ryan. Back to you.
0: Appreciate it, Lucky Trader. Uh, love the news. Thanks for the details on the new Limit Break uh, contract. Really excited to see uh, how that plays out in the industry. Uh, I, I see a friend in the audience, Dario, um, who's a CryptoPunk holder. Uh, as you all know, um, a, a, a really friendly, welcoming, vibrant CryptoPunk named Novo um, lost his punk in a, in a drain. And uh, Dario helped lead a community fundraise to, to buy it back. And I just thought that was super cool. Um, and Dr. Crypto helped out with that as well. Just a really neat example of web three people coming together and, and helping someone out. Who's really down, you know, Noah tweeted out that he had to check himself in the hospital, uh, uh you know, because of mental stability and and the community really came back and supported and I just thought that was neat. Um, like such a cool example of seeing folks come together and support each other. So Dario appreciate you leading that effort. Um, really heartwarming. Um, before we go into our market discussion, Uh, which was suggested by an awesome daily doser named lauren uh, and we're going to talk about finding your community i want to read out some more of these guilty pleasures these are so great y'all if you want to see all these two just look in the comments um so uh, uh, kko.e said i'm not sure why but my guilty pleasure movie is jerry Maguire. show me the money (laughs) with a picture of tom cruise shouting it's like the best uh, Kenny Powers says, a good glass of Johnny Walker Blue Label scotch. Try not to drink too often, but a nice pour in the evening hits the spot. That does sound great. Jesus said, uh, their guilty pleasure sugar cookies as soon as I get to work. <laughs> With a crying emoji, so soft and sweet.
6: <laughs> this
0: is so great. Uh, Alan uh, Delmare says, their guilty pleasure is reading dad jokes on Reddit. It's pretty fun. I, I need to check that out. Um, I love seeing these y'all just keep them coming. Uh, and it's fun to see all the space, um, with no POAP, you know, this is kind of a big test. Hey, is everyone going to come for, for the connection, the community, the education, the support, uh, or they just here for the POAP. And obviously there's a huge number of you that are here for the community. I love it. All right. So let's dig into this first topic. Thanks again to Lauren, uh, uh, who's on stage. Lauren, I appreciate you suggesting this topic.
7: Yeah. Happy to. Thank you. Yeah,
0: I love it. So the idea is, how do you find your community in Web3? So it, we're going to ask that uh, to all of you in the audience. So if you wouldn't mind answering, how do you find your Web3 community? And it's really interesting to see this develop over time. So Web3 can be very overwhelming, obviously, at times, especially if you're new. There's FOMO, there's mints, there's recent market downturns. And navigating all of this with people in a community obviously makes it much easier but there's a ton of communities with all of them out there, you know, all the different price points, values, brands. How can someone find what works best for them? So the question I'd love to tackle uh, with the speakers is, how do you find your community and how do you navigate building relationships within the community? And all of you listening, if you could uh, throw your answers um, in there in the comments, uh would really appreciate it. Um, so let's get started. Um, who, who, how do y'all find your community? Um, and, uh, what do you look for all of you speakers on stage? Um, I'll go first. And the interesting thing about me is that I really look for communities that are friendly and welcoming, uh, and inclusive. Um, and sometimes, you know, you'd find that out in the discord if you'd hop in there and see, well, what's it like when you hop in the discord, sometimes you'd see comments on Twitter um, you know, I know for sure I, I, I avoid like the plague, you know, uh, communities where I see the, you know, holders making fun of people or, or, um, or, or talking trash or just kind of, um, being mean. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I am i i do not want to be a part of this. So, um, those are a couple of things that I look for. Uh, that's why I, I I'm loving this daily dose community so much. So, um, all right, speakers, how's it going? Uh, I see y'all up here uh, knowledge. how How are you doing? what's your What's your thought on how you choose your communities?
4: Hey, hey, thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate the you know, the platform and I love what you're building out here. So thank you. Um, I recently took on a position as a community manager for a Solana based project, and I'm working right now actively to build out the ideal community for the things that I have planned and have had in the back of my mind for a while. So ideally I'm looking for guys that are guys and gals that are trying to expand their trade knowledge um improve improve mm-hmm. their psychology within the market prepare them prepare and position themselves for the next cycle so i'm um, i'm looking i'm scouting for people that can people that are interested yeah in that. people that are interested in that interesting and,
0: and so it's more of like a a skill interest um uh focus uh that, that you're looking for which is interesting okay um and then that's interesting so are you trying to find other communities that hold that, are you building so
4: so we're we're basically we have like a like a faction concept like um there's like four different factions within our community And I think each can play into their own comparative advantage where we have one that's kind of like rate specific, one that's kind of like, you know, kind of in rivalry with that. And then mine, I feel like we lean towards trying to inform and educate. So if I could develop coursework, um, kind of.
0: A cool yeah. idea. So there's almost like tribes within the community. Yeah, yeah essentially. Um, yeah, f- fasting. All right. Thanks, Knowledge. Um I actually want to throw it to Lauren because you asked the question. I um, would love to hear your viewpoint. Then we'll go to Hans.
7: Yeah. So I have never built a community. Um, you know, I've engaged in it a lot as a community member. And, you know, to me the word means so many different things to different people. Um, each of us feel it in a way that's personal to us. And so for me, one of the clearest signals that I can get through all the noise that a community is right is that it makes me better. It makes me want to be better. Um, Ooh, I love that, you know, more skilled or more aware more helpful. Um, so, so to me, that is what cuts through all the noise that says I, I got, I I should stick around there and and really invest my time with those people.
0: Oh, I love it. That's such a, that's a, such a good rubric to use. Um, does it make me better as a person? I love that. Thanks Lauren um, feel free to, to pipe back up, uh, whenever, whenever you want, I, I think kind of a, a, an attached question to this is what does community mean to you? So the, the topic we're, we're tackling is, well, how do you find your community? How do you navigate building relationships within the community? But, but also like to know what, what does community mean to you? Um, let's go to, uh, ICO beast. Hello.
8: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me back. Um, if i drop out suddenly it's because the judge called and i had to hop on the phone with him
0: <laughs> you should talk um, to the judge uh yeah important. He's, All right. he's
8: a little important um <laughs> i was gonna say i found my community um after years of being on reddit on eth trader and then splitting into eth finance um one of our, our regular daily thread members um developed this profile picture project in the background called ev mavericks And that's what my line is. I'm not chilling. I don't advise anybody to get that, but it was basically a little bit over a thousand of like the most active posters over years of time on this Reddit um, community. And it's people that really care about Ethereum and want to see the public goods aspect of it advanced, want to see a healthy beacon chain and a staking experience that's going to be uncensored and it's going to continue to grow into the future. Um, So really the community is built around this idea that we love Ethereum and think that it's got a lot of potential for the future
0: like it. That's cool. Um, so a, a, a deep experience and it's almost like you're putting your reps in to prove that you really care about the community and you want to be there long-term. Um, it's interesting, uh, to note that as we build this daily dose community, um, it, people are, are feeling that kind of sense of pride or excitement that, you know, I, I, I got my first POAP on this date, you know, I've been around since this date and, and it shows you know, your commitment and to the community. It's kind of interesting. I think as humans, we like um, to show that we were committed to something for a long time. Um, You know, for, for a long time, I, I uh, posted on, um, on Y Combinators um, uh, forums, uh, which hilariously, I'm forgetting the name of. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, uh, But, you know, you get points on it um, and uh, that mattered. And it's kind of interesting how that, that develops. So, um, let's keep going. Uh, next up is uh, Muir. Hello.
4: Hey, Ryan. GM, GM, everybody. Um GM. To be back up on stage. Good to be back having you hosting every day. Um, So something I look for in a community is typically just how genuine the people are. Um, So something I've been searching for specifically though is people who are also trying to develop their personal brand. I think, you know, by putting myself out there and expressing this interest, I've actually kind of gravitated towards others that have been doing just that as well. Um, And I've been sticking around with people who have been, basically keeping up with my moves, but also providing constructive criticism, doing a lot of the same things themselves, right? So if they're in the GM crowd, they're making their GMs personalized. They're kind of keeping up with any sort of events that have happened in that person's account history in the past 24, 48 hours. If they're they're in the spaces crowd, then they're joining your spaces, but they're also inviting you to their spaces, you know, shouting you out in other spaces. Um, So kind of providing support, but keeping it genuine and keeping track of really what you're actually up to.
0: Interesting. So it's basically people that pay attention to you. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, this is why I say over and over on the show, like we're in in an attention economy and attention war, and then we can only give our attention to so many things and people. And that's why your attention is so valuable. You know, you know, if you think about, well, uh, first of all, I want to pay attention to my family, you know, that should, you know, be highest on my list. And then you start to run out of time the rest of the day. And the question is, where do you allocate that time? And, and that's why it means so much to me that you all spend an hour of your day with us here. That is so amazing. Um, and and I really, really want to encourage you to look at the, you know, the PFPs around you, literally in the space, and, and start connecting with those people. Follow them, say hi, um, reply to their comments. Like That will build a real community for you and will build real connections. And then- you know, as we see these uh, daily dose local spaces spin up, uh, you know, like La Daily Dose is is in French, and uh, there's a Latino Daily Dose, and and as you start attending those, they'll be smaller, more intimate. You can connect, you can get on stage easier, um, you can you can find each other easier, and then you'll have IRL meetups, right, where you build real real connections. Um, you know, that that will be meaningful for you long term. So um, that that's what community means to me. Um Clemente I see your hand
1: yeah it's hearing Lauren's comment and uh, the first few speakers has actually kind of opened my eyes a little bit because it's like the way they describe community is a lot of united interests and maybe like united behind a common interest or a goal or a mindset and the really interesting thing that I think has happened over the last 16 plus months in the NFT space Ryan is that a lot of communities initially were built and have been built by a group of people wanting number to go up and
0: it's tough
1: united and almost gating their community by a price. And the interesting thing that's happening now is I think a lot of PFP projects are slowly figuring out what their true identity is and trying to actually find those people that relate to that identity. So I actually think communities by with a PFP project or whatever it might be are are slowly and one of the good things about the bear is it's becoming less about number go up and that's your community is that you think the price of this JPEG is going to go up over time and let's work together to make that happen, but more so like hey, what's the ethos? What's the long term vision? And how do we all work and connect to make that happen ourselves? Which is really exciting. And then the last thing I'll say is we we. We were talking about this a couple months ago, right? Where it's like it's so cool that I, at least I think the daily dose is is not represented by PFP, but more so of intention, right? Of like, mm-hmm. hey, what do you want to build in Web three and and no matter what your skill set is, no matter what matter what your background is, I think it's united by in, intention, and that's like the the two two thousand people that are listening today is is united by that intention. It's a really really uh, interesting and, and kind of heartwarming mm-hmm. feeling to have.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I love it. Um, I'm going to throw back to Lauren real quick, um, because this was her topic idea and then, then we'll go to Lugo after that. Hey Lauren.
7: Yeah, thank you. And, and Lugo had, had their hand up first, so I appreciate it and I'll keep it quick. Um, you know, on, on Clemente's thoughts real quick, just a note on courage. Um, I think community doesn't just happen. It requires, you know, collective courage from many different people to be their authentic selves, to say, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I can do. This is what I can offer. And so, you know, I think of the collective courage of it, um, that's, that's a piece of building community as well.
0: So good. Um, I a hundred percent agree. And that's, that's actually part of the reason that we, we, we love it when you all share real things that are actually happening in your life. You know, when you share a picture of, of, of you welding and say, I'm a welder, you know, um, and then we can say, great, bring, bring the real you to the daily dose or, Uh, Hey, I'm looking after my kids right now and they're kind of loud. Great. We can hear them on the call. Awesome. Like that's the real you. Um, So Lauren, I I appreciate you saying, yeah, you have to be able to uh, be authentic and then
6: be accepted for that. Um, So uh, I love that point of view. Lugo, hello. Hey Ryan. Hey Clemente. Hey everyone. Uh, Yeah. I think my two comments on like community in terms of, like, finding community and, and, like, understanding, like, what community means to you, I think for me, it's been accidental. Like, I just attend random spaces. I get on Twitter. I start, like, seeing what people are talking about, and I just educate myself about things that I really don't know. And I think Web3, for example, has allowed me to just, like you know, go for it. You know, it doesn't hurt to just ask, right? And if the worst thing they they ignore you or they say no, then you just move on. I think for me, what I an example of this is like, you know, I, I was part of a group of people that wanted to like use the mutant ape IP to like, you know, create like this brand around like weed, for example. And you know, what I found was that a lot of people in the group were not really like you know, taking initiative or, you know, doing the right approach. So what I ended up doing is just emailing like 20 different companies about using, you know, the innate ID just to kind of like do some branding. And I landed on two. And there was like some, you know, capital that came out of that. So I think for me, Um, I think finding community can be very accidental, it could be just very like spontaneous, and just, you know, being at the right moment, and then you have like shared interests that you kind of like build on and develop. And I think the second part is like, I think when you find community, or when you're trying to understand what community means to you, you ultimately also try to figure out like, Hey, what could I be doing differently? Like, what do I don't know that I may be interested in, you know, a year from now? And it's, it's something that you have to be very open to. Cause if you're not, you know, people change over time, your friends change, who you talk to change. So I think that's my kind of like thinking with how I go about it.
0: Yeah. I like it. It is interesting. uh, And by the way, you should, you should answer the old fashioned phone that's ringing in the background. Is that, is like Batman calling you? What was that? You really got. To that notice. might have been Doordash. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so, it, it, this is what I love about Twitter Spaces. You can wander into a room. It's kind of like wandering into a bar, or or like you know wandering into a church if that's your thing, or uh, you know um, just a room and and being like, what's this room like? And then um, you realize, oh, like people are friendly here, and and the topic is interesting, and I'm being included, and then you kind of stay, and then you realize, Oh, I like these people. Like this feels like my crowd. Um, and I, and as Lauren said, I'm getting better. Like whenever I come here, like that's cool and I feel good. Um, and that's, you know, how we built this daily dose community. Um, and everyone, you know, hanging out with us right now, whether you're walking your dog or cooking or, or, you know, uh, driving, but paying attention to the road or, or, um, waiting for the judge to call, you know, you, you start to feel like you found your crowd. Um, and I think that that's the feeling that for me develops around community. There has to be a shared purpose. You know, it's interesting, Lugo. You're saying, well, you know, I'm I'm a part of a community that has a shared purpose around uh, IP for mutants. Like we have a project to work on together. Um, that's an interesting way for communities to gather. You know, the Daily Dose community is a is a community of people that are curious about Web3, interested about Web3, um, and then and then you start to actually build close relationships through that. So. I um, love your take on that. I uh, want to read out some fun uh, comments for y'all's guilty pleasures. Um, so uh, jpvnfts.nft says, Guilty Pleasure movie, Batman versus Superman. Despite the hate it gets, love watching my two childhood superheroes come to life on the same screen. And Then food is Oreos and milk. I drop an Oreo on my glass at the beginning of my binge and slam Oreos They eat that last soggy one at the end. <laughs> That's super awesome and gross at the same time. Um, Emily had a great comment about uh, communities. And she said, "I I I uh, I look for communities that prioritize respect, empathy, and lightheartedness. I think sometimes we forget to have fun and not take ourselves too seriously. And I love finding people to laugh with, but who aren't afraid to be vulnerable. We're all human behind these PFPs. Love it. And Palm said, uh, communities share the same values look for signs either on twitter or their discord that speak to you and then go from there usually people from one community overlap with another and now you already got yourself two communities so i love that um let's head next to cuts hello cuts
9: good morning ryan how are you
0: gm good to have you back good,
9: good. i haven't been on here in a while
0: <laughs> i know uh, you were doing big tests right did you pass your test is everything yes great?
9: i passed my tests. I got, um, 3.2 this last semester. Nice. And I'm currently, I got three more semesters left till I graduate. So can't wait.
10: Congrats,
0: <laughs> Awesome. So how do you look for community or what does community mean to you? Um,
9: I initially look for community, like through my interest. Like if I'm interested in art, I might join the art block community or I might go to, if I'm into like trading stocks or options or whatever, I join a community like that. However, until the daily dog, I never just had a regular like community like, where people actually talked to me about what I'm interested in, what I think about my ideas. Like, I just want to say quick shout out to Miho, Final Ryan, Dennis, Don Father. Like the pop and post show to me, like <laughs> it means a lot because I don't typically like to speak up and talk, but I feel so comfortable in that space just to speak my opinions on Web three and my interests in general. Great. So
0: that's great see that's such a good example of you know you all connect in this kind of big room you know the daily dose is getting big this feels like the global kind of meetup of all daily dosers every day it's it's I love that uh, but then there's all these uh, smaller spaces popping up where you where you connect on a much deeper level you you can hear each other more you can get on stage more you can connect more and then hopefully uh, those will manifest at some point in an IRL meetup right and then you, you have actual friends that you, you know, go through life together. So cuts, I, I appreciate you pointing that out, that you, you, you're you connecting in that, in that space afterwards. And I, I do want to give pops, uh, pops, props to the pop and post show. It's just a fun, great example of a, of a community led show. Um, love, love you pointing that out. Um, let's go next to, uh, Merv Gotti. Hello.
11: Yo, yo, Hey, GM, 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 GM,
0: nice cat. She's cute
11: yo thanks man um i actually think i met you uh you came to cooltopia nyc right
0: oh my god i did hello Good yeah
11: yeah hey <laughs> yeah i i greeted you at the door see? I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah man I, i'm loving this space right now i love what you said just now about that you know because like i'm i'm actually the community manager for cool cats right now but it's Woo-woo. it kind of played so you know out a lot about our community then you, it's, it's um, your thing every day <laughs> i mean i hope so right <laughs> that that experience though it exactly plays out that way like it's like you walk into a bar you walk into a space it's organic you don't really know what you're going to get cuz i swear we're all kind of here for the same kind of thing maybe we're feeling something that's missing we're searching for something and that's an organic process right like seeking is always an organic process but when you find it you like slowly start to like follow the thread and for us whether that's like twitter these spaces discord for me that was like definitely the cool cats i just came in there like oh i actually really get along with these people and then eventually that started leading into like real life meetups wow we have more in common than we thought and then eventually things like cooltopia nyc like we all saw how that went and i still see now like people post pictures of like them in real life with friends that they met first online then at cooltopia and man that's like there's no magic you know
0: it's so good it's it's like it meets a deep human need we have. Um, so I love uh, how you've seen that play out in real life and that's so cool we met in person. there you go. Um, and, and now I'm gonna remember that. also fun little like uh, IRL meetup tip, which I just learned um, at, at Basel. if you meet people um, IRL and and, and you say you're at you know uh, uh, it's a daily dose meetup and you're like, wow, I'm meeting like you know 10, 20, 30, 40 people here. how am I going to remember everybody? Uh, what I do is just say, Hey, you know, uh, can I, can we do a quick selfie just so I remember your face? And then I, I don't post that or anything, but I, I just kind of keep it. Um, and then, and then add that to their profile on my phone. So it's like such a great way to remember because you know, let's face it, you're going to wake up the next day and be like, Oh my goodness. I remember a lot of nice people, but who's who. Um, so, so props to whoever, uh, uh told me that, um, that was super helpful. All right. Um, Let's keep cranking. We got a lot of I am loving this topic. Um we're gonna eventually transition to uh, our, our next subject. Um uh, I, I'm enjoying this a lot, so let's keep going. Uh let's go to Kakash. Hello.
12: Hey GM, GM. thanks for having me. GM? You know this is actually like my fourth time on stage, but nice. like the first time speaking. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, but yeah, thanks for having me. Uh regarding the question, like I think like pretty much everything has been said already. So like, maybe I want to like go like a little bit of side topic about this, like what's not a community. Yeah. go for and, it. Uh, and like uh, what we are actually looking for, because uh, when it comes to communities, I feel like we're looking for like, that's part of the unique selling proposition of a, project as well like the community like why would you be at that community and not somewhere else because we don't have time to spend in like 100 discord servers or like 100 uh, twitter spaces Uh, so it's really important to figure that out like as a community manager i think and 100 like what do you not want yeah and, and like what you'd not want is like i think clemente like touched upon this like it's the it's the community that's the og type of community that just wants the mint price go up Like i mean the floor price go up so like right. community members that keep on asking when moon <laughs> or like why are people undercutting right, right. now uh, and <laughs> stuff like that like it, it's so like annoying it's and like the, isn't it the, it's really it really is like and and especially like the types where like I've been in, in some communities where I was really proud to be part of that community and then I gave some constructive criticism about like some things that the team decided to do and I thought like well I I don't really like this choice like I, I, I don't think its it was a good thing to do and here's how I would have done it and then the feedback from the community is like I wish you would sell like uh, like That's I, brutal. I don't, like yeah they really, want you to like, get out makes, yeah because they think why are you fudding? like they're just like uh, like trying to destroy like everything that i say not really like giving me constructive criticism back like the they worst. just didn't want to hear it yeah i so, know like, right, that
0: that's what you don't want um, yeah that's what you don't want <laughs>
12: uh,
0: and it's in it's interesting because like a, a good community absolutely listens to feedback like that's the whole point you know that you take care of your community. I and mean, that's why we turn off PO-OPS for a while. It's like, hey, this is this is not fun for you all. What are we doing? You know? Um, let's let's put you all first and then figure out a solution yeah. and then and move forward. So, uh, I love that you you pointed that out, Kakash. Thank you. Um, we're probably going to just uh, take two more speakers, Tim and Crop Cycle uh, Circle, and then we'll uh, we'll rotate to the next subject. So, Tim, hello.
13: Hello, Ryan. Thank you for having me up.
0: Welcome. Sounds like you're driving somewhere uh, exciting.
13: I'm driving in the woods of Sweden, so I don't think it's that exciting. Whoa, it's pretty dark. I, that's pretty
0: cool. <laughs> I, I like it. All right. So, uh, what are you thinking about communities? How do you? What does community mean to you? And and how do you? How do you find your communities?
13: Yeah. So so if I think about community, I, I think a lot about sports. Right. If you have rooting for the same team, uh, you're kind of building a community around that. And I'm a big NFL fan and a huge New York Jets fan. And in Sweden or in the Nordics, there's not a lot of people watching the NFL at all. So for Really? Me, it was, That's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a big <laughs> sport here at all. Right. So, yep. um, but I, there was a, there was a podcast doing the, the NFL podcast in Sweden and they created a community around NFL. And I found a lot more people in Sweden or the the lucky few that is rooting for the New York Jets. And we started a community just us. And there was people all over Sweden. We, we, been to London watching the game uh, 2021 and now in the fall in, in New York. And that's kind of, you know, you get to so meet cool. people that are, that you would never meet otherwise. And I feel like that's the same with like this whole Web3. Um, there's there's not a lot of people, like I don't know a lot of people personally who's into Web3, but it's really easy for me to find people online like through mm. Twitter spaces like this. And this is why I love the data of those because we, all of us kind of, want to learn from each other so me just listening into this every day i learned so much from all the speakers and all the topics that we get in and if i can ever meet anyone i would love to because it, it's it's just so much more fun to meet in person and we're all kind of looking the same goal right so, so I, I love feel like that that's, that's community for me and i actually posted a comment earlier when i was parked um that i'm looking if there's any daily <laughs> dosers in in the nordics please reach out let's try to Let's try to create a group um, with some Web3 people in, in Sweden, Finland, Denmark, and, and Norway. So if there's Thanks, anyone Tim. listening, please reach out.
0: I love it. That's so great. It'd be so fun to see a local Daily Dose uh, Nordic uh, community spring up. Um, and I love how you brought in the, the parallel of, hey, I'm passionate about the Jets or NFL, and I, you know, I don't live in the United States, so i want to find my people and then have those experiences together. That's so awesome. Um, and, and, and thanks for, uh, for being a part of the daily dose community. Um, let's go next to crop circle. Hello, Tina. Are you there? I can't hear you.
14: Oh, oops. My oh, mic I was can, off. I can,
0: I can Rookie hear you Rookie mistake.
14: Now. <laughs> Good morning, dosers. Um, so when I think of how to find my web through community, the first word that comes to mind and it's a favorite daily dose word is party. Um, party my mother time. was... My mother was an immigrant, and we moved a lot as a kid, like every three years. So whenever we got to a new country, she would go out, she's Filipino, and she would find every Filipino person she met, and we'd throw a big party at her house. So like we didn't know anybody. We knew we only had one thing in common. But without community, you can't do anything. You know, she needed childcare, she needed support, um, she needed help with carpooling, very basic things that every mom needs. And so we'd have this big party when we got somewhere, and we could get to meet everybody. And I've taken this practice into web three. We have the biggest numbers because of the way the algorithm works, when people are very excited about things. And there's a lot of eyes on something like daily dose. And so I encourage everyone to find ways to organize. And I think this is why daily dose is doing so well, because if we just get lost in a Twitter feed, we're not really connecting when we're doom scrolling. But if we can remind the people we're interacting with, that we are human, we are people, we're not just PFPs or someone beyond a PFP, that helps build a personal connection. So when you see a lot of people connecting somewhere, go in there and then just try to find people who have one thing in common with you. Host a spaces, host a meetup. I love meetups. My meetup tip, if you're listening, to help build community and facilitate a deeper personal connection with a stranger, bring name tags. If you're hosting a Daily Dose meetup, go on Amazon, order name tags. You can put Twitter handles on or whatever. Um, But just reminding people that you're a person, you're not just a PFP, let people know who you are, what you can offer and what you need. And we can all help each other.
0: Amen. Gosh, I love that. Thanks crop. Um, really good points. And you and I need to coordinate getting a uh, name tags for NYC. So remind me if you could, if you will <laughs> totally agree. Um, and we got to figure out a way to print out people's PFPs as well. That would be fab, but, um, Thank you so much for those tips. Crop. Appreciate I actually it.
14: go on Etsy and I order little buttons in my PFPs on them. So you can that's get like two idea. or three customs made. I also recommend that.
0: That's a great idea. All right. Um, we should all try to do that for NYC if you're coming. Um, thanks for the tips and thanks for helping us build this community. You've been a, a really key part of it. Um, all right. We're going to rotate to the next um, discussion topic. Uh, first though, I want to say an amazing woo-woo, congrats to Restivo on the cute little baby. Are, are you awake right now? How are you doing, Restivo?
8: I am holding this little baby nice and quietly. GM, GM. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome.
0: Oh, my God. Well, give it a little daily dose hug squeeze for us. Um, uh, uh, boy or girl?
8: We've got a little baby girl, Hope Restivo.
0: Oh, oh my God. So cute. All right. We love Hope. That's so she's cute. Been,
8: she's been dosed up for the last... Um, <laughs> I don't know. 24 hours, 40 36 hours, something I don't know. All the time. So is cute. Hard to Calculate right All now. Right. Appreciate congrats, this brother. Community.
0: Congrats, brother. That's so exciting. And so happy to welcome uh, hope into the world. Um so let's uh, rotate the next topic discussion. Um if y'all get rotated off stage don't feel bad. We're just going to um invite more folks up to stage. Uh we're going to be talking about Venture capital and investing in crypto and what you need to know what's been happening and how it might affect 2023. So get ready for that topic. Um, while we change over, I uh, want to read out some more amazing guilty pleasures. Uh, so we've got uh, a really good one from Axel. They said binge watching the Indiana Jones movies and eating Hawaiian pizza. I know it's pizza blasphemy, but it's delicious and Oh my God, I love Hawaiian pizza. That's my jam. I love it. Um, So that's really good. Uh, Party Patty 2110 said chocolate like ice creams. Not going to lie during summertime. I visit the ice cream store at least three to four times per week. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, And then you, uh, Eugene said their guilty pleasure is meat chips. (laughs) I didn't even know there was such thing as meat chips. So I think it's awesome that you like them. Uh, And then uh, another fun one from 10 X, they said dessert recently. Dessert of choice has been Nutella crepes. Oh my God. Uh, Or crepes. Should I say, Uh, I, we actually, uh, I, Jill and I were so poor when we got married that we went on a honeymoon and we said, all we have is 500 pounds. Like, where can we go? And uh, we went to this amazing, lovely place in Turkey and all we could afford to eat was, were were crepes. And so we had a Nutella crepes and, uh, banana crepes, and so uh, I'm a big fan of of crepes. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's transition over to the next topic. So, a summary of venture capital investing in crypto, uh, basically in crypto for 2022, and, and we're going to talk about that. And how does it shape 2023? Uh, as you all know, VC investing really does uh, push things forward or pull things back. So, some stats for you. Uh, cryptocurrency funding totaled $37.7 billion in 2022. That was up 19% from 2021. A total of 1,769 projects received funding, which was up 30% from twenty-one. The two top largest investors by number of projects were Coinbase with 119 and Animoca with 118. Some of the largest NFT-related investments were $450 million raised by Yuga, $300 million by OpenSea, and $200 million by Limit Break. And we saw a large portion of the investments were made in Q1 and Q2 of 2022 before tapering off the rest of the year, coinciding with uh, the economic decline that we are all too familiar with. So the discussion question is this, how do you see institutional capital shaping the NFT landscape in 2023? Given that we are in a risk-off environment, people don't want to put their capital into risk-on uh, uh, assets like NFTs and Web3 companies. Uh, I'd like to invite anyone that has experience in raising funds or managing their runway to come up and share their experience uh, if they have anything to share. Um, so let's get let's get chatting about uh, what happened with VC in 22 and and what's happening in 23 and where it's all going to go. Uh, hello, the voice. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. And this is a really good question because I think uh, VC
2: uh, you know, backing is going to be bigger and bigger as we go into 2023. One of the reasons I think that is because I think Web3 projects are starting to understand that they are a business. It's not just a fun thing to put out, put some fun pictures out there. It actually is a business. And to run a business well, especially in the initial stages of it, you need some capital. And I think initially it was thought, well, we'll just put out a good mint, and we'll mint out, and that's our runway. But even that may not be enough. So I really think to be able to do everything that you need to do in the initial stages of what amounts to a startup business, you have to have that VC funding. So in my mind, there may be a little more picky in choosing about where the VC funds go because, you know, these VC uh, funds want to make sure good teams, good projects, that sort of thing. But I do think that whenever I see that for a project, I at least look a little bit longer because I think okay, they've, they've been vetted out and mm. going to have that runway that is very necessary to start up a
0: business. Amen. I agree. I, I, I 100% agree that, that we're going to see a lot more uh, viable business plans and uh, revenue generating opportunities for, for companies in the future. Um, I know as a VC myself I'm looking at uh, projects and companies that have a real plan, um, and uh, I do think that's also going to uh, dampen down uh, skyrocketing uh, prices for NFT collections—the speculative part of it—because I think we're just going to see folks um, uh, realize that you know what, it's not really sustainable for a JPEG to be worth, uh, you know, even a thousand dollars, right? One ETH, right? you know, which which is considered kind of a, a, you know, a healthy, normal, you know, floor for a project. That's a lot of money all for a digital collectible. So, I, I and I've said this before, but I do think that it'd be healthy for us to all see the prices of NFTs go down to a more reasonable, realistic level. Um, uh, you know, it should feel a little bit more like Pokemon cards in my mind. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, Akeem, nice to see you. Welcome.
10: Hey, Morning. Um, right, so I mean, I think it's notable that there was actually an expansion of VC funding in 22 versus 21, even though just about the whole of 22 was a bear market, right? And I think, I think ultimately, right, when you think about how VC funding works, right, you raise a fund, it takes a few years to deploy, right? And so all the billion-dollar funds that were raised in 20, 2020 and 2020 and 2021, they're still being deployed. Right, I think the difference now is right. There's there's less dumb money crowding out the space, and you can <laughs> and you can get and you can get better valuations as a VC, right? You can you can take your time, find great teams, and there's less competition, right? But I do think that right on a macro level, we're sort of getting towards the end of the rate tightening cycle, and I think once we get there, I think the second half of this year we're gonna get back to risk on. And I think you'll see more money flooding into the space. And, you know, the smart VCs typically do this, right? They deploy capital in bear markets and they raise funds in bull markets, right? And just as the next bull market takes off, you'll start seeing new fund raises, right? You'll see the same pattern, right? Of, of more money coming in and, and chasing valuations up. Um, I think generally, right, that the funding landscape for crypto is gonna be healthy for a long time because I just generally think this is the future in terms of the evolution of the web. Um, there's a lot of talent still coming into the space, right? You know, Coinbase laid off 20% of its employees this week. A lot of those folks are probably gonna start companies and raise funds and, and do stuff in the space. So as long as talent is coming in, I think the money will stay and the money will yeah. continue to fund, fund innovation.
0: Yep, good points. Thanks for, uh, for, for bringing that point of view. Um, good to have you on the show. Uh, let's go next to Daryl Tankey. Hello,
15: hey Ryan, GMGM. GM. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's GN over here, and I th- I think we've got we- we've spoken a little bit over to the DMs. Um, I do executive search um, primarily in the growth stage tech space, working together with VCs, PEs. So this is, you know, I wouldn't want to say it's right up my wheelhouse, but I've got certain level of understanding in the space, and I think the conversations that you know, we're having with these investors, it's that we we are in a situation where macroeconomics, everyone's pulling back capital. But the thing is it's it's, it's quite a weird dynamic where 2023 we're looking at a lot of dry powder compared to what's happening in 2021, 2022, um and what mm-hmm. and twenty oh eight as well, right? It's it's a very different set of macroeconomic conditions coming into this recession. And I think that you know, with VC arms opening up, operation operating partners as a new role, where they're driving their portfolio companies into a more efficient kind of operating expenditure. I think we're in a good good space in in Web three for the years to come.
0: Mm. Yeah, like yeah, you have a unique perspective as uh, an executive recruiter. Because you're seeing, you know, where the talent demand is. Um, So, Daryl, I appreciate you bringing that point of view. Uh, Clemente, hello. Cheers.
1: Hey, so I I wanted to quickly uh, pin up, uh, shout out the the pin I uh, the tweet I pinned up at the top. It's a little visual that basically shows the uh, the VC investments into crypto and Web three, and and just highlighting the the fact that you see these uh, pretty large amounts of money being pumped in, and then October, November, December. It tapers off largely. Uh, in addition to that, Ryan, I, I was curious if, if with your experience in in VC, like what what is the value prop? Because for for a company that invests in Yuga, and if you could just provide some context, right? So they the, they raise four hundred and fifty million dollars, and for a VC or for someone that invests into Yuga, what does the ROI look like? And maybe what kind of timeline do they have in mind if if maybe you could paint a picture if you can of, of kind of what that looks like and what's in these investors heads as they put that much money into a company like Yuga.
0: yeah you bet um great question let's do a nerd alert hit it the voice
7: it is time for the nerd alert
0: Love it. Thank you. Uh, so the nur alert for today is funding rounds and the difference between them. Uh, so y'all are going to hear terms like angel round, seed round, series A, B, C, et cetera. W- what does it all mean? Um, and I think it fits into your question, Clemente. So uh, a, a company will decide that it needs to raise money uh, versus bootstrapping, right? So that's the first choice. Can they fund their own growth. Uh, and usually that comes from, you know, a, a founder who decides to fund it themselves, um, or, uh, what's called sweat equity. People just work for free. Um, and that's one way to do it. That's called bootstrapping. And then the second is, uh, venture capital funding or, uh, a type of funding. And so when a company is very small, it's just starting out, uh, they will often raise an angel round and an and angel round uh, is comprised of angel investors. And what that means is these are, are high net worth individuals uh, who are uh, deploying, you know, typically checks of about 10 K 20 K USD. And uh, often uh, that can be combined with a friends and family round. So you might have an angel round that includes friends and family. So you're basically going around to folks, you know, and saying, Hey, I'm I'm going to raise, uh, $200,000, um, from family and friends. So I'm looking for, you know, 20 people to put in 10 K each. Um, and then that angel round, you are buying a, usually what's called, um, a safe, um, which is you're agreeing, uh, to receive equity in the company in the future. Um, you don't have to do expensive, uh, paperwork around, a priced equity round, so that's that's a an angel round. It usually is where you start. Um, sometimes it includes friends and family, and then you progress to a seed round, which is typically larger. It may be five hundred k, and usually that will be from a mix of angel investors and venture capitalists. And uh, typically, the the check size on that might be twenty five to fifty k, um, and That will usually be a priced equity round, which means you are officially buying a percentage of the company as a venture capitalist. And you have to remember at each one of these rounds, you're typically selling between 10 and 20% of the company. Um, And so as a founder, you're thinking, all right, I'm going to raise my first, you know, angel friends and family round. I'm probably going to have to sell 10% of the company to do that. So you're left with 90%. And then you raise your seed round and probably sell 10 to 20% of the company. Uh, and, and, and you just keep doing that uh, until you eventually either are profitable and you don't need uh, additional capital or you go public. So you sell your shares to the public. Um, and then at that point uh, and, 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 and IPO is just another fundraise. So it's, it's sort of angel seed series, A, B, C, D, and then, and then IPO, uh, which is just another fundraise, but you're selling to the public. Um, and, each of these rounds get bigger, right? So angel, like I said, is typically, you know, you know, 200 K ish U S and then seed will be 500 K ish. And then your series a could be anywhere from, you know, two to $10 million. Um, so that's a little bit of nerd alert about funding and how it works. Now venture capitalists, we only have a minute, so I'll be fast. Um, venture capitalists are looking to, uh, to deploy their capital and then they're hoping that they get a return and, Typically, three, four, five years. Um, 10 years is the max. Um, and they're hoping to get their money back plus uh, extra. <laughs> so it's pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, ve- venture capitalists need an exit. They, you know, it doesn't do them any good for you just to be a profitable business. They need to be able to sell their shares. Uh, and that usually happens in a liquidity event. Um, darn, that took longer than I thought. So we're almost out of time. Uh, let's quickly, uh, Gray Stars, can you give us a quick uh, comment?
16: yo 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 dude you killed it bro how could anyone follow that i wish you would have <laughs> just ran that to the very end and just been like clearly i <clears throat> got this guys but,
0: okay yeah, it's okay no, i'm you sure you it. can add value go for it
16: no i think uh i think vcs is is just um proofing out the concept and so the one thing i love about vcs versus what we're seeing a lot in in the market right now is Anyone can just say, hey, I want to start a project and I'm going to raise the funds from you minting it uh, versus when you have a VC, you kind of have to like prove that your product is going to actually come to market and that there's going to be like a demand and there will be a return and p and and like projections and like an actual team structure and typically doxing of all the members like there are so many things that make it a more viable investment for a consumer. When you have VC in, involved, not that it's going to be a good product, but uh, it has to prove something. And for Absolutely. that,
0: you know, I, I love that for the market. Love it. Thanks, Ray stars. Appreciate it. Um, sorry to put you on the spot at the end. Uh, so um, it, it's so fun to, to spend time with you all. Uh, sadly, we're out of time. Uh, Don father, happy birthday though. Um, silent mode. Sorry, we can get Thanks, to you. Brother. Yeah. Good to have you here. Um, we'll, we'll try to get, um, those speakers that couldn't speak back on stage tomorrow, uh, at the daily dose Thursday. Um, but I loved hearing about y'all's guilty pleasures. Uh, they were so fun. Uh, really, really appreciate you sharing those. Um, by the way, apparently Gigi's is, is salt and lime, I guess. Um, which is funny. Uh, so thanks for sharing that. We also saw that Natasha was joining us from like a spa pool. Amazing thing. Uh, so Natasha, appreciate you joining. Um, y'all, I, I I appreciate you and I'm so thankful for this Daily Dose community. Um, it, it really is just a, such a source of joy for me personally and, and I I hope that it's providing joy to you all, education, connection, support. Um, but please, please connect with each other in the comments. Follow each other. Look for those PFPs that are around you. Um, uh, Twitter will often put the same folks around you. So say hi, uh, get to know them and then Please start attending those local Daily Dose shows, the uh, pop and post shows right after this. There's tons of good uh, Daily Dose shows that are popping up. And and keep in mind, we are going to start surfacing and lifting up and supporting more of those and telling you more about those in the future. Um, so uh, really excited about that. Thanks to Mintify and Lucky Trader, our awesome, awesome sponsors. Um, congrats again to Restivo on the beautiful new baby girl. Uh, and thanks to Clemente, my co-host, and my team behind the scenes. Uh, you all make this thing go uh, and couldn't do it without you. So Clemente, uh, why don't you uh, take us out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Ryan, if I can actually give you some homework uh, for this week is uh, to buy a bag of hot Cheetos, try it and uh, give us the uh, the review. <laughs>
16: yes, sir. I, I, I will do it. I cried laughing.
1: <laughs> Are those microwavable? I can't believe it. All I'll right. do my I'm homework. Take, I know. We're, we're, all right. Uh, thanks again, guys. This was uh, requested by Kix and Space Monkey.